Welcome to Perspectives. I am your host, David Howard. Thank you for joining me once more as we discover God's Word together. I am thankful for your listening and continued prayers. My goal is that each podcast speaks to your heart while answering your prayers in a most remarkable way. I want to take a moment to thank you, the listener, for helping Perspectives achieve its six-month milestone today. I had a message prepared for this week that I began working on earlier, but the Lord placed upon my heart yesterday to change what it is that I needed to share with you that was of significance and of importance. Time is never on our side. Too soon and the wait is exhausting. Too late, no matter how narrowly, and our entire day is full of trouble. Time is not a renewable resource. Once it's lost, we cannot get it back. Of the world's population of approximately 7 billion people, it is estimated that in the year 2020, we lost 56 million people. Of that, 4 million died per month, 150,000 per day, 6,000 per hour, 106 per minute, and 2 per second. Keep that in perspective. That's 56 million people that didn't plan for that to occur at all. What do we say? And a bigger question is, what was their condition? As alarming as those numbers are, each of us have a day and hour in which our lives end. Closing is not the issue. Preparedness is. Today's podcast is titled, Tomorrow is Too Late. This is it. In the book of 2 Peter, chapter 3 and verse 8, he writes, But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. And likewise, in Proverbs chapter 27 and verse 1, it tells us, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. The dispensation of biblical time is quite different than our view of modern time. It was measured by the seasons, festivals and celestial events, moon phases, sunrises and sunsets, and a crisscross of constellations across the night sky. The time we have is of little consequence, but the time we have lost is a totally different manner. It is gone and we can't get it back. James chapter four, verse 13 through 15 tell us this. Come now, 
you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet, you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. There's a two-letter word we frequently use as part of our vocabulary, the conjunction and don't sing the song. If, which is a very small word, it is often used in association with events along our life's timeline. If I would have, if I could have, if I had the opportunity. I routinely ask in conversations with others a pointed question. If today was all that you had left, what would you do differently? What would be at that moment important to you? Suppose there wasn't enough time to prepare. Would our reasoning and responses be adequate? I am afraid for most of us that it would not. Each day we have is a treasured gift, an opportunity to make things right. But we should not go about this as if our time here on earth is infinite. How we spend our time matters to God. Peter tells us in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. I have heard the analogy and or reference used many times. Just before the clock strikes midnight, God moves the hand backwards just a little bit once more, granting us more time. Not so we can consume things of no relevance unto ourselves, but to justly use the occasion to get things right, to say I am sorry, to forgive and seek forgiveness, to restore a broken relationship, to mend the wounds of those we have hurt, and to call upon the name of the Lord. One more chance is more than most. We do not have to ask, why me? Just be thankful that it is. Suppose at midnight all that you know of this life ends. Would we do differently anything or not change at all? Would our hearts be filled with love and compassion or with bitter contempt wishing devastation upon those and others? Unrepentant, angry, devoid of remorse, deficient in decency and goodness. Is it not better to exhibit humility and gratefulness? An answer in the cause is yes. So many concede to life's afflictions. Their suffering so great that death is more prudent an option than life. 
We were not born simply to live and die. There is no glory in that. I have often heard the quote referencing the certainty of things in life, which is death and taxes. Or in passionate disputes where one declares, I don't have to do anything but pay taxes and die, as if the rest of life is of no value. We do not possess the power of life and death. God does. In the song titled Tomorrow by the Winans, the lyrics suggest as well that there is no promise for tomorrow. The individual knows they need Jesus, but have a preference as to when they want that encounter to happen. We have a choice, but not so many options. And the lyrics tells us, Jesus said, here I stand. Won't you please let me in? And the response is, and you said I will tomorrow. And it says, Jesus said, I am he who supplies all your needs. And you said, and your response was, and I know, but tomorrow. And then it goes on to say, tomorrow, I give my life tomorrow. I thought about today, but it's easier to say. Tomorrow, who promised you tomorrow is Jesus' response. Better choose the Lord today for tomorrow. Very well might be today. Getting right is a difficult challenge until we realize we cannot fix ourselves, nor anyone else for that matter. God has not left us. He is only waiting for us to take the first step. There is illness in the land, but it's not COVID, it's not cancer or the common flu. It is the affliction and deceitfulness of our hearts a disease that erodes our very soul. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 34. That abundance reveals exactly who and what we are. Our hearts need fixing, but only God can, even if it is at the 11th hour the 59th minute and the 59th second. Paul expresses in his letter to the Ephesians in chapter three and verse 20. Now to him who is able to do it exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. The world is chaotic and often flawed. But we taking advantage of the time can make a difference. We will never find perfection in the flesh, but we should always strive to be perfect in spirit. Live each day as if it's your last. Tell someone you love them, say thank you, show them you appreciate them. Time is not on our side. We must speak to our weaknesses, our humanness, and our transgressions. We all would want more time, but that is a luxury that is not ours to grant or control. The good news is if you are listening to today's podcast, 
you have time. That when the Lord comes, he may find our houses in order. Matthew chapter 25, verses 6 through 13, tells us the story of the ten virgins. Five were wise and five were unwise as they went about preparing for the bridegroom to come. And it reads, And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. And then it says, Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding. And the door was shut. Afterwards, the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open up to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we glorify your wonderful name and thank you for your loving kindness towards us. Search the depths of our heart and remove anything that would keep you from hearing our prayer this day. We know that the time of your return is near and ask that you keep us and get us ready. Let us not delay in our response, for we know that in your hands rest the power of life and death. May we heed your call and response. And in return, respond to Samuel by saying, here am I. Keep us this week from all harm and watch over us until we are in a place to hear your voice. Finally, Lord, we thank you for your grace and mercy and your loving kindness towards us. May we share the same with others. We ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to Perspectives. If you enjoyed what you have heard or have a question or a comment, please leave a response on the Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, or Overcast podcast platforms. Or send me an email directly at howarddc42 at yahoo.com. Please join me again next week. And may the grace of God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, be with you until we meet again.